Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, a crash landing last night at the Ponda, it's Zegris time in San Diego, and we'll talk about the 21st Duck. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it is Thursday. I'm going to start off by first apologizing for not having a podcast yesterday. Uh, as you guys in SoCal might be aware, we had a bit of a wind storm that happened yesterday. And I happen to live in one of those wind tunnels that is susceptible to those 40, 50, 60 mile per hour winds. Uh, just to really peel back and go a little personal here. Last year, late last year, uh, during that first major windstorm, uh, my place had a bit of damage. Uh, part of the roof came off last year, so I was not able to stay at my place for a short while, which meant there were no new episodes for a while. But this was during the off-season, nothing was going on. This was during that month of November where there was really no hockey news. And I decided, you know what, let's take some time off from the podcast and just focus on fixing where I live, etc., etc. So these last windstorms knocked out the power temporarily and knocked out the internet for a while. So instead of rushing to get a show done before a puck drop yesterday, I just decided, you know what, let's just hold off on a day. We'll have a new show on Thursday. The game started early anyway at 6.30. So here's the show. And just a reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe, follow us on Twitter. All right, let's talk about yesterday's game, which was not fun for Ducks fans, especially if... Okay, the power play is bad. The penalty kill is just as bad. Special teams has always been a big issue with the Ducks over the past few seasons. This is going back before Dallas Eakins came on. The power play has really been an issue since, I want to say, 2018. That's how far it goes back. Let's kick it off in the first period. Do we have to? Yeah, we have to. I'm going to go over this game really quickly because I don't really want to talk about the power play more than I have to, but... I'm going to talk about the power play and the fact that the Ducks still haven't scored a power play goal. In fact, they've allowed more shorthanded shots than power play shots. Yes, that is a real statistic. They've allowed more shorty shots than power play shots. Oof. Big oof there. On the first power play that the Ducks had, and I kind of thought it was funny that I tweeted, get ready for an adventure. Well, what an adventure it was because the Ducks allowed two, two short-handed shots and both of which were on the same guy. Ryan Hartman, who got decked last game, he had a shot on Ryan Miller's left pad and he set up that shot so that there could be an easy rebound and get Miller off position because this was a one-on-nothing breakaway. Hartman had the ice. He knew he wasn't going to get the lane on that first shot. Ryan Miller made himself big. That's the correct thing to do. But Hartman did it smartly so that he can get it off the pad and get the rebound himself. That second shot went in and the Ducks allowed a shorthanded goal to make it one nothing Minnesota. That was bad. It got worse in the second period because, well, there was a power play for Minnesota and guess who got a penalty there? Kevin Shattenkirk, yeah, he was called for hooking. By the way, Kevin Shattenkirk got a penalty within 35 seconds. Within the first minute of play, Shatty got a penalty for holding. Then he got one in the second for hooking. That resulted directly in a Minnesota Wild power play goal. 
Nick Benino got the marker from Erickson Eck. That made it 2 nothing Anaheim. But it was a little bit fun after that. Because guess who got in the mix again? Nick Delorier. Nick Delorier with his second goal of the season on kind of a trash goal that was a little bit in front of the net. But he will definitely take that goal. Yeah, it was right around the crease. Delorier put it away, making a 2-1 Minnesota. And by the way, Carter Rowney got an assist. And Derek Grant, the Elite 1C, he also got an assist. Finally, he gets his first point of the season. Although, as I mentioned last time, Grant deserved an assist on the previous game. Then Cam Fowler tied it up. Uh, his shot came from the faceoff circle, making it a 2-2 tie. And guess who got assists? Nick Delorier and Carter Rowney. Rowney with two apples and Delorier with two points, a goal and assist. So that fourth line was really paying dividends on last night's game. But then in the third, Joel Eriksson Eck took the lead shortly into the third period, making it 3-2. The Ducks really tried coming back, but there was a lot of major problems, and this was Kevin Shattenkirk's worst game as a Duck. But they ended up losing 3-2. So I want to go over two players that I thought really impressed me yesterday, and really two things that impressed me. One was the fourth line. That fourth line is playing on a different level right now. They're showing that they belong on this team. Carter Rowney, Derek Grant, Nick Delorier. Delorier, like I said time and time again, he's got a rocket up his ass. He skates with such energy and such explosiveness that he can get to the puck, to the loose pucks, whenever he absolutely has to. That has always been a strength for him, and it showed on last night's game. He hustled to get to that loose puck and put away that goal. So great job, Nick Delorier. Carter Rowney starting to look for the open pass, starting to look for the cross-ice pass, and it has become very effective. Carter Rowney has three apples this season. Three apples. Carter Rowney has three points. That almost leads the team in points. (laughs) Yes, you heard that correctly. If you had told me that Nick Delorier, Carter Rowney, and Max Comtois would be among your team leaders in points, I would have said you're full of you-know-what. But here we are. Dallas Eakins is right to call out his top two lines because they have not been producing the way he wants to on the Ducks' first few games. That's just a fact. Going over, the other thing that really impressed me was Ryan Miller, I thought, did a great job being in it. I know John Gibson probably could have been in it. He just came off a shutout. But this was a day off him. He needed a rest. So Miller got the start. And Miller, I thought, did okay. That first goal, that was a one-on-none. That was not Miller's fault. The second one, a power play goal. The Ducks were outmatched on the power play. So that one I'm not going to put on Miller. That last one was kind of a fluky, weird goal by Erickson Eck. So I'm not going to pin this loss on Miller. Not at all. I would pin this on the tired defense. Uh, They looked tired at the end of the game, but that is because there's some injury woes going around. Uh, Fowler, he had 22 minutes. Kevin Shattenkirk had 24 minutes despite being off the ice for most of it because he got a trio of penalties. Like I mentioned, he got the one for holding. Then he got one for hooking. Then he got one for slashing Kirill Kaprizov. So he got a penalty, a penalty, and a triple. Yeah, it was 
that kind of game, folks. So once again, Minnesota winning 3-2 and the Ducks fall to one win, two losses, and one overtime loss. Three points in four games. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I want to talk about in this game because I mentioned the one bad thing. Kevin Shattenkirk, it was his worst game by far as a Duck, taking those penalties. Uh, It was his worst game. He just did not look good out there last night. But everybody has a bad game or two, but that was a really bad game for Shattenkirk. I expect him to come out much stronger on the next game. And we're going to talk about the San Diego goals on the next segment. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. If you are a car collector like Ducks Legends, Tamu Solani, then maybe you need some parts for some higher-end cars. He has an Aston Martin, folks. Tamu Solani, well, it's Tamu Solani. He can collect cars. He's had a long, illustrious career. His number's retired. So I imagine he needs car parts for his Aston Martin or any of his higher-end cars, his Beamer. Yeah, rockauto.com has those parts. Or maybe you're just looking to fix up your Toyota or your Chevy or your Hyundai. Then, yeah, rockauto.com has the parts for you. They are family-owned and operated for over two decades. And why pay retail price when you can save up to, in some cases, more than 50% on the same parts? Once again, that's rockauto.com. In the how did you hear about us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, rockauto.com, all the parts your car will ever need. After the break, we're going to talk about Zegras time. It's finally here. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. We're talking about the goals in this segment because they had their first preseason game Tuesday night. In fact, they have their next preseason game tonight. But let's talk about what happened on Tuesday as it was officially the debut of Trevor Zegris, the phenom who lit up the scoring sheet and was the tournament MVP at the World Junior Championships a little less than a month ago. He's now with the San Diego Goals, and he is proving that he belongs. He belongs in this league. Uh, Just to kick things off, yeah, San Diego Goals, they got off to a very slow start on this game. I know that San Jose scored first, but after that, it was all San Diego afterwards. As uh, to put the goals up 1-0, Trevor Zegras... He streaked on the right side, kind of waited for about a second before looking around and having the awareness to find the perfect pass. And it was a great pass. And that was his first assist of the game. Uh, That was a goal by Andrew Agazzino, who came in from the left side on that particular goal. It was the captain, Sam Carrick, who came in from just about the outside. He went kind of behind the net. But there was a little bit of like loosey-goosey play there. It was going a little fast. Uh, he passed it off Trevor Zegris. Zegris was looking on the right side and just waiting for a few seconds. But this isn't waiting as in a power play where it's stagnant. This is waiting as in letting the play develop and letting the game come to him. As he let the play develop, there was Andrew Agazzino coming in. And great job by Agazzino to find that spot 
right on the left side, right by the goal mouth, and he put the puck away. So great awareness by Zegras to have patience, and this is this is waiting in a good sense. This is waiting for Agazino to get right on that spot and waiting for the lane to open up. That was his first assist. Yes, I said first assist. Just as Zegras has done all throughout World Juniors, he had a multi-point game. Because a little bit after that, uh, Sam Carrick, on his second goal of the game, Zegras had another assist on that one. That one I thought was very nice too. So what Zegras did there is he also waited a little bit for that play to develop and waited for Sam Carrick to get in a good position. And there it was. So Zegras had two assists. Overall, I thought Zegras looked great on that top line. This is something that the goals are going to work with him on, is pairing him with Sam Carrick, which I think is going to be a great decision. As far as overall, the goals won 5-1. to one. It was not close. San Diego scored three goals in the second frame. Sam Carrick had two goals and an assist. Andrew Agazino had that goal and an apple. Uh, the other goals went to Jack Kapaka and Benjamin Oliver Gruel. So he had the other goals. And by the way, Zegris had two assists. Jamie Drysdale uh, held the line very well, did a great job quarterbacking of what power play the goals did have, and generating offense from that blue line and keeping the puck and winning these two. He's young. He's only 18, but Drysdale is really doing a great job developing his game. I look forward to seeing more of Jamie Drysdale. I think he might stay down with San Diego or whatever happens with juniors uh, throughout the season. Trevor Zegras, he's already doing this well with the Gulls. If this keeps up, I would expect him to go up to Anaheim sooner rather than later. But the Gulls and the Ducks want to see how Zegras does on these exhibition games before calling him up. So that remains to be seen what's going to happen there. Uh, one more person I want to mention as far as the Gulls. And that is Lucas Dostal, who played with Elvis earlier this season. He is now staying in San Diego. He was great. He stopped 28 of 29 shots. He nearly stopped every shot. He did not give up many rebounds, although San Jose did not put up many quality shots. I could count the number of quality shots in one hand, and that's it. And the number of rebounds on one hand. Yes, Dostal looked great. But he didn't have a whole lot of high danger or high quality chances because, let's face it, the San Jose Barracuda are not exactly world beaters here. They don't exactly have the deep prospect pool like the Anaheim Ducks have. So, yeah, I expect San Diego to dominate San Jose once again tonight. But Dostal did look good on the moments that he did give up rebounds and came back strong. The lateral movement is there. So I expect Dostal to get one more start tonight. And I expect another San Diego win, even though it is preseason hockey. They look really good to start off this season. All right, we're going to head to the second intermission, but let's talk about betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, where they have every sport, including the NHL, and they have lines for every game. So check out betonline.ag. When you make your first deposit, put in the Locked On promo code and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. 
Coming up, we're going to talk about this season's 21st Duck on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And one kind of addendum that I wanted to bring up, Trevor Zegras' last game had two assists for the San Diego goals. Before that, he was the tournament MVP for Team USA at the WJCs. Well, he's got a new honor to his name as he has his own Chipotle Bowl. Yes, you heard that right. If you're in Southern California and you're in the Anaheim area, you can order this. This is the Trevor Zegras MVP Bowl from Chipotle. This is an online-only order. And it has chicken, has uh, grilled chicken, brown rice, cheese, roasted chili corn salsa, and guacamole. I did happen to try this yesterday, and I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Uh, for 10 bucks, not a bad price. You get medium corn. Uh, the cheese is right there. The guacamole just mix it all in there, and it tastes fantastic. So once again, if you're in the mood for something delicious, go to Chipotle, or rather go online to Chipotle, and try the, Z- the Trevor Zegras MVP bowl. I can't believe Trevor Zegras has his own bowl. I think it's awesome. And it's only fitting that it bears his name on it. So there you go. Alright, let's get to the 21st duck that I want to talk about last time. On Monday's home opener, Angelique Fong was named this year's 21st duck for the Anaheim Ducks. They've been doing this every season where they will nominate or they will name someone to the roster. And previous 21st Ducks have been Kai Kinones, Katie Hawley, who famously had a goal for her, Michael Liu, and Lyra Doderline was last season's 21st Duck. If you want to find out more about that, I'll be sure to post a link to last year's podcast about Lyra Doderline. So this year... The focus is all on Angelique Fong, who is battling breast cancer once again. Uh, She's battled breast cancer not once, but twice. She survived it twice, if you can believe it. So the reason that she is named the 21st Duck is just her perseverance. Never mind being a massive Ducks fan, but her perseverance for beating breast cancer twice and going through another round of radiation treatments. What sets her apart is during her 33 radiation treatments, every time she did a treatment, she did something called radiate kindness, where she would have a random act of kindness, which I think is fantastic. Uh, Speaking just on my behalf for a quick second, I try to give kindness as evidenced by the Hockey Jeopardy, try to give money out. She does much more than that. Um, She makes quilts. She donates. She does whatever kind of kindness she can do for other people. I think that is fantastic that she's done 33 of them. So great for her, great for the Ducks to honor her. Uh, She was surprised on a Zoom call when Ryan Getzloff named her the 21st Duck. And if you haven't seen the video yet, her look of shock is truly genuine. She looked like she was going to cry there. Uh, also, uh, she takes part with the Susan G. Komen Foundation. So 
you know, great to see her as the 21st duck. She was shaken up. She was going to cry. Uh, here's what she said on the clip. I've just been wandering around with this big grin on my face for days. I'm just overwhelmed. I remember hearing the stories of the other 21st ducks, and I am just shocked and humbled to be the next in line. End quote. So she's been a fan since 1999. So she's been a fan for over two decades. And some of her favorite games that she said she went to was Paul Correa's iconic goal, the Ducks lifting the cup. And she went to the same stadium series game that I went to, except what's special about that one, that was two days after a treatment that she went to Dodger Stadium to see the Ducks shut out the LA Kings. So really awesome of her to go to that game. And, you know, that that's brave. That's very brave of her just to give kindness in the face of adversity, in the face of these treatments. It's scary. Anytime you hear the word cancer, it is scary for anybody. So, yeah, I, I love this story a lot. Something else that I didn't realize. She's also done a lot of marathons. She's also a runner. Hey, that that's cool for me. I'm also a runner. I love it. She's run 42 half marathons, three marathons, and a 48-mile challenge over four days twice. And the reason for that is she dedicated each mile to fellow cancer warriors. Oh, that is... That's a great story. I've done 10 marathons myself. I don't know how many halves I've done. I'm sure I've passed by her or seen her at some point during a race because I run in Orange County. I've done the Disney races, done the OC races. I'm sure we've passed each other at some point. So I, I love this story so much. So if you get a chance, look it up. Look up the 21st duck. It is truly amazing. So wanted to give her that shout out. So Angelique, if you happen to be listening or you know someone that knows you, Angelique, this is for you. Congratulations on being the 21st duck. And I sincerely hope that I see you either at a ducks game or out on the race course. I hope I run into you on another half marathon. So thank you for everything you do. Thank you for exhibiting kindness to everyone. And thank you for radiating kindness. That is awesome. That's a great place to wrap up today's podcast. Tomorrow, we're going to have a special guest as we preview the upcoming two-game series against the Colorado Avalanche. And also, instead of having a Saturday episode, I'm just going to go ahead and open up the mailbag. There may or may not be a Saturday mailbag episode, but I will open it up today. So look out for the tweet asking, hey, do you have a question for me? Ducks-related, hockey-related, sports-related, please let me know. Give me a question on the tweets or email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And also, don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Follow this show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And don't forget to listen to Locked On NHL and Locked On Bets with your boy Q. So, yeah. Check out those podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, thank you all very much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you listening. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please be kind, radiate kindness, and ducks fly together.